This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 855-450-FREE. Live Saturday edition of the program with you tonight. It's Ian and Mark. And once again, 855-450-FREE is the number here. You can, of course, take control on the website over at freetalklive.com. All the features that uh, you find on the site, we give away to you, unlike those other talk show hosts who want to charge you for their websites. Five, six, seven, eight bucks a month, they charge you, and then you get in to get the bonuses. Well, we just give you everything up front. You get all the archives you want. You can actually interact with other listeners there in the chat room, the forum. Uh, There's so much to do. You can actually control the content by submitting items to our site, and then it uh, those items will be voted upon, and the most votes, uh, those that receive the most votes, will make it to the front page and the top of the website. So you can go to freetalklive.com to check that out. Going to talk about thought crimes tonight and there are a couple of different stories uh one is from britain where there's a pretty serious crackdown apparently going on against dissenters and then another one which is probably going to be disturbing to hear about for a lot of people uh in this country and that is from the joplin globe at joplinglobe.com this is I believe so. Yeah, the Western District of Missouri, where a monnet man has pleaded guilty Monday in federal court to possession of child pornography. Now, most people would hear that and they would think, well, that's good. That man should be put away. Children are hurt in the creation of child pornography. They're threatened and there's force involved and this is not good. We've got to put those people in jail. But there's one little detail that you wouldn't be knowing about, and that is... That the child pornography in this case is cartoons. Drawn pictures. Yes. So not actual real children, but the thought of children. The idea of children engaging in some sort of, you know, terrible sex act or whatever. We don't know what the actual pictures were but uh, we do know and they were a, not actual photographs and that that's one of the i mean we've over the years we've seen a few of these instances um people have gone been gone after for wasn't it the simpson bart simpson yeah. bart simpson and his siblings uh, well, copulating bart, bart is a fourth grader in uh, the simpsons and uh, i believe lisa is younger than bart and he uh, does and none of his class ever seems to move forward right yeah <laughs> i mean bart's Bart came He's been out in the, fourth grade for twenty something years. Yeah, twenty something years. Yeah. Bart's like thirty, and um, but anyway, I mean, they they arrested some guy for possession of Simpsons porn. Well, let, let me give you a little more of the story here. Chris, uh, well, this is not this is not the Simpsons porn story, but you no. were that is something that had happened. Uh, Christian B, uh, thirty six years old, pleaded guilty to possession of obscene materials in a plea agreement that would lead to a recommendation that he be sentenced to three years in prison. Without parole, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Western District of Missouri, B's wife contacted Monette Police Department in August 2011 concerning files she found on her husband's computer. The federal prosecutor's office said the information she provided police led to a search warrant and the seizure of his computer. Forensic examination of said computer turned up a collection of electronic comics entitled Incest Comics that contained numerous cartoon images of minors engaged in sexual intercourse with adults or other minors. The U.S. Attorney's Office said the images very clearly lack any literary, artistic, political, or scientific value, as though one must have all of that in order to possess a uh, drawing in the United States. A sentencing hearing will be scheduled for the defendant after a pre-sentence investigation by the U.S. Probation Office. 
And that's now, all there is on this story, by the way. I looked up this guy's name and tried to find a, you know some sort of detail, more information. This is like a local story, and you figured that would have the most. Uh, and this is actually the most detailed version of the story. So that's all the information we have. But there are no allegations that this man had anything in the realm of actual photographic evidence of children engaging in sex acts, which is supposed to be the definition of child pornography. I mean, that was the whole idea behind uh, banning child porn is that, you know, children are abused in the process of making child porn. And so therefore it's a crime to have the evidence of that abuse or something like that. Uh, This is so far and away removed from the original intention of right. This is just about whether or not you find, I guess, I mean, whether we don't know exactly the reason this guy is possessing this stuff, but the, the assumption one can make is that he finds this titillating. Right. Uh, that's probably the reason. Yeah. I don't, I don't he imagine he was doing, doing his, a research project. He could have been for all we know. Right. His wife <laughs> could have downloaded the guy from the who his said? wife could have downloaded this stuff for all we know. That much is true. And that I kind of that was my question when I heard this was, well, did he, he actually do this? But the problem is he didn't. But he, pl- he didn't guilty. go to a trial and fewer than fewer than one percent fewer, far fewer than one percent of arrests result in a trial because most people are just too scared or too poor really to uh, to take things to trial um you know the uh, the the public defenders really are they're really not interested in taking all those cases they have to trial they route people through as far as uh, as as plea bargains go and and the prosecutors are the same way they have no interest in taking anything to trial so it, you just have this kind of churning system of plea bargains going on and i have no idea i don't i don't think that a plea bargain means somebody's guilty or innocent i imagine this guy was probably looking at many more years in prison sure, if he was found they guilty you, they threaten the heck out of you but yeah i wonder you know was it uh, let, let, i mean presumably it was him i mean he did take the plea deal if it wasn't him would would you really take a plea to uh, possessing pornography People that take wasn't yours for all kinds of reasons i don't know i wouldn't take it but right. it's easy to sit out here, not sitting in jail. I mean, yeah. you're not you're not supposed to be going to county jail until unless you're a danger to society or a flight risk. Mm. But the fact is, everybody goes there that doesn't have money. Now, somebody could make the argument, Mark, that this guy is a danger to society. I mean, that uh, pictures, drawings of children having sex with children or children having sex with adults is just one step away from actually having photos of it, and that's just one step away from actually going ahead and uh, you know abducting a child or something. Like that. Well, I'd really like uh, to know. I, I, th- I think it would be fair for people to know that it's against the law to possess this kind of stuff first, because at that point, then all the uh, the, the smart perverts will go and start looking at uh, kids' underwear uh, ads on the internet rather than mm. uh, looking at these cartoons. What would have happened uh, if, if the folder were to be filled with uh, underwear advertisements from the Sears catalog or something like that? And that's interesting that you bring that up because once upon a time, it was probably like six years ago, we actually had a guy call the show who was a self-professed pedophile, and he talked about how he didn't care if he didn't see any nude pictures of children. He would just use underwear ads and things like that. Like, he had no problem. He got his jollies just fine off of looking at a child in underwear as he did on, you know, a child who was naked. So what would have happened had this uh, this folder been full of, you know, some people under the age of 10 in their underwear? Would that have been okay? Would that have been not a crime? Or would it also have been a crime? Because, I mean, the idea that if a photo, or excuse me, a drawing is a criminal act. If a drawing is a prohibited 
uh, thing to have in this country. What else can be prohibited? The problem I have here isn't that uh, what appears to be some pervert goes to jail. My problem is is that in this country, uh, you're so likely to be arrested and the system's so likely to push you through that somebody who's so obviously not guilty of any crime has been you know, shoved through the system. I mean, You mean a crime against at, another human being. At, at what point, if... If yeah, a, cr- a crime. No, uh, this isn't a crime. Uh, right. At what point? Uh, w- when did legislators write down drawings are crimes? I mean, that doesn't make possession any sense. of obscene materials. They do not have literary, artistic, political, Look, or scientific value, and so therefore are obscene by definition. I've of got the oregano government. in my cabinet. If I decide to smoke it, are they going to arrest me for pot? I mean, this is it's rid- it's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. You can't arrest somebody for child porn when they don't have child porn. Child porn has children in it. Well, that's why they didn't charge him with possession of... drawn on paper. So, this story is a little confusing because it says that he pleaded guilty to possession of cartoons depicting child pornography. That's an accurate description of what happened. But the actual crime was possession of obscene materials. Well, So he hasn't actually been convicted of possessing child pornography. That is a violation of the First Amendment of the United States. Which might mean that he's uh, not actually a sex offender. Like, if he's possessing obscene materials, that may not mean that... Like, if you've got a child porn charge, that might be a sex offense, right? This may not actually What's be a sex offense. What's three years going to do to fix this guy's brain, by the way? Oh, it's... <laughs> You're not going to be better after spending three years in prison, that's for sure. Probably not. Uh, especially as an alleged, you know, child porn guy. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Share your thoughts. Should thought crimes be illegal? If you want to move to the free state and you're looking for some real estate, well, I know a guy who's really great. It's the realtor Mark Warden. You want a home with 20 acres, a lakeside cabin, any takers for renters, buyers, and sellers too. Mark Warden is the guy for you. PorcupineRealEstate.com This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves. Toll free, 855-453. Live Saturday edition of the program, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features on the site. They are completely free. Once again, freetalklive.com. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And those features include news updates. To get signed up, we'll keep you in the loop. Whenever there's something that you need to know about Free Talk Live, you can follow us via email, or if you prefer Facebook or Twitter, you'll actually get more information on Facebook and Twitter. We update the show or we update our Facebook and Twitter throughout the program every single night. So sometimes posting articles or uh, questions, observations. So you can sign up for email, Facebook, Twitter, all over at news.freetalklive.com. That's news.freetalklive.com. The phone lines are brought to you by SACL CAI. SACL CAI is a company that handles accounts receivable. If you've got a business and accounts receivable are a vexing task for you, as they are for most businesses, SACL CAI can handle it for you. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's top one on the right-hand side of the page. They'll take good care of you. Uh, they make sure that every call is recorded and they best they use the best equipment money can buy. It's SACL CAI at uh, freetalklive.com. So somebody listening to this conversation might be saying to themselves, what is wrong with you people? I mean, you Free Talk Live guys, you're, you're sick defending a sick pervert like this. This man clearly was into the idea of having sex with children. He had pictures, 
not actual photographs, but drawings on his computer in a folder labeled incest. What was it? Incest pictures or something like that. Yes, incest comics apparently is what it was. And so clearly this man belongs in a prison cell, so he can't harm any children. Uh, you know, how dare you? How dare you stand up for him? Who do you, who do you think you are? Well, the question I'd uh, – what seems obvious to me is this person's handling whatever their deviation is. I mean if I'm to assume and I'm told that gay people are born the way they're born, um, I tend to think that uh, both you know, nature and nurture has some kind of effect in that area. Um, but I guess I'm to I guess I can assume the same thing when it comes to pedophiles. I don't know. I don't know why pedophiles are pedophiles and I suspect that most pedophiles don't know why they're pedophiles. But – if a pedophile is a pedophile, isn't what society asks from that pedophile is manage your pedophilia? Well, I think most people would want uh, – it seems like most people would want to just put him to death. I, I mean, think that seems a lot to of be people, the response from most people. I think that's a lot of people that want that. But that really, de- that really denies about a thousand years of jurisprudence and throws us back into the Stone Age. Okay, So I could want somebody who doesn't want jurisprudence for their fellow man to be killed too. So that's – you know, th- we just throw that out of the window. We just say those are mouth-breathing uh, Neanderthals, and we're just going to ignore those people. Well, and that touches on why I think it's so important to be bringing this to your attention and to stand up for this guy. Because as soon as you – if you just sit back and you don't care about what happens to someone like this, some one of the undesirables in society, if you just stand by and watch it happen, then just you wait – until the government decides it's something you think should be illegal. Because uh, it's like Pastor Martin Niemöller wrote back in uh, World War II, uh, the days, was uh, first they came for the communists, and I wasn't a communist, so I didn't speak up. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I wasn't a trade unionist, so I didn't speak up. And then there's some third group, which I forget. Uh, They came for this third group, and I didn't speak up. And then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak up. And so... Don't think for it a was moment. The Jews, by the way, was it the third group of the Jews? Anyway, what the third, for the mo- don't think for a moment that it's just going to stop here. In fact, as I said, I've got examples of uh, from Britain here as well of thought crimes that are coming down and they're they're bringing down on dissenters uh, in Britain. So they start with the uh, you know the less desirables. It's it's easy to target people like this. There's sure, no they, they threw in uh, what was it Max Hardcore for uh, some kind of hardcore pornography. Yes, he's a porn producer. Uh, he produced some pretty sick like disturbingly sick uh pornography but he didn't do it with children or anything like that uh he just had some let's say bodily fluids were involved and Yuck. yeah gross stuff uh but it's all consensual everybody who was acting in those porns was there consensually they were getting a paycheck and everybody who purchased or viewed those uh porn uh, episodes were doing it consensually and they put him in prison. So it's not even just that they're targeting people for so-called child pornography. They're going after anybody who's kind of on the periphery of, uh, you know, deviance, if you will. And how many people will stand up for people like this? 855-450-FREE. Your thoughts are certainly welcome. Let's talk to Randy. He's in Virginia listening uh, to WNIS. Hey, Randy. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's on your mind? Hey, I'll be one of these people that stand up for this guy for several reasons. First off, what if, like, you're at a friend's house or something and, you know, you are you accidentally see some 
cartoon like that on their computer or something. Mm-hmm. Does that make you guilty of it? Second off, you know, I've, I'm almost 45 years old. I've seen all kinds of things. I've seen cartoons of, like, guys having sex with animals. Yep. That's offensive to me. I've seen gay cartoons. Those are offensive to me. So if those are legal, then it ought to be legal for a cartoon like this, as distasteful as it is. Absolutely right. And you know, you know, make a great point about the, you know, the general idea that how is it a crime to see evidence of a crime? I mean, just the whole concept of, you know, if it's true that a child was forced into a pornographic movie or photographic situation, that is a crime. That is a crime. The photo and the movie are evidence of that crime. So to have evidence of a crime, in my opinion, shouldn't necessarily be a crime, but it's, it's a crazy world. Exactly. Thanks for sharing your thoughts, Randy. I appreciate hearing from you tonight. 855-450-FREE. Dan is also one th- listening. One thing I can say is uh, I'm, I, I don't know the, that the world is ready for a world where child porn isn't a crime. Do you understand what oh, I'm saying? It, it should be a crime if people are forced into a situation in which but they But not the evidence not of the crime. Do you understand? I'm just kind of, yeah. you know, I think there's a distinction there. And I think that you're right in that distinction. I should not be found guilty of a crime if... I have evidence of a guy stealing a purse from somebody. Right. If, if I, you've got a picture, you know? if you've got a picture of somebody burning a house down, that doesn't make you guilty of having burned a house down. Yeah, exactly. Dan is on the line, listening in Virginia. Hello. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Welcome, sir. Um, this case is very interesting because some. Um, well, I, I do reporting, and a few months ago we had gotten at you know another big story in press release with uh, where a guy had been arrested for child pornography. And a couple of judges had asked me to sit in their courtrooms because um, they're concerned about – it was different issues. But anyways, to get to the point, I, re- I had remembered the press release, and they brought the guy into the courtroom for his hearing. And what had happened was the guy had, was suffering from depression, and he had taken some um, prescription medicines. He had overtaken them. And so they arrested him for it. Then he went out to Las Vegas from Virginia trying to make a better life and actually tried to kill himself. using his prescription drugs. So they arrested him for that. But while they did that, they searched his home here in Virginia. They went into his garage, and in the desk where his computer was, they had found a piece of paper where um, Millie Cyrus, I guess it was going around on Facebook, there was a a cartoon (laughs) photo of Millie Cyrus with an expanded uh, photo of a greatly, greatly expanded-sized penis directed towards her mouth. And that was Hang on, I want you to tell me the story here in a moment. Uh, Miley Cyrus, the songstress, the uh, the actress, the daughter of Billy Ray Cyrus, who, I don't know, I think she's like 19 now, so it's probably a couple of years ago. We'll get the uh, rest of the details here at 855-453, because it's also child porn if she's 17 and 364 days old as well, which is ridiculous. It's Free Talk Live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you would like at 855-450-FREE. Though the topic on the table at the moment is 
thought crimes. 1-855-450-3733. What's that you say? It couldn't happen here? Well, guess what? It is and has been actually for a while. It's just that, you know... Most people don't pay attention because they're doing it to people that are relatively undesirable. The news doesn't doesn't cover it very, you know, very thoroughly. They don't they don't want to touch on these things either. Oh, we'll continue with the discussion here in a moment. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver all the time. Precious metals, it it's a it's it's a big sort of news thing going on with the uh, quantitative easing 3 where $40 billion is being dumped every month into the uh, marketplace to buy up uh, crappy home loans that uh, shouldn't have been made in the first place well you can protect your money your, your the value in your 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 money by buying gold and silver and you can do that at gold.freetalklive.com there you'll get some of the best prices on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces things that are easy to comparison shop it's gold.freetalklive.com all right so we've been talking about a story out of the joplin missouri area where a man has pled guilty to possession of child porn cartoons drawings he didn't actually have any real photographic evidence of children being involved in sex acts which is supposed to be what uh child porn is uh no he actually had fantasies of children involved in sex acts the drawings of uh and probably not his drawings that sounded like things that he had downloaded from uh, from somewhere else his wife found a but what if they were your drawings his wife found a folder on his uh, computer called incest comics and proceeded to turn him into the police and now he's I going wonder to if she wanted a divorce yeah right uh now there he's going to prison for three years and dan was telling us about because we just kind of used that to go on to a, a general conversation about the idea of thought crimes and that you have to stand up for the most undesirable people in society if you don't want this this crazy dangerous snowball of thought crimes to continue getting bigger and more intrusive into our lives uh dan you were t- going to tell us a story i guess about a guy who allegedly had a picture of miley cyrus with some sort of uh penis tell me more about this uh okay yeah well he had been arrested and the big press release had been done that he was arrested on sex crimes a um, photo on the front page of everyone's news and mm. um, I that doesn't ruin someone's life <laughs> Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. His life. Sat in jail for three months. I just happened to be. You mentioned the media doesn't cover that part of it. Can't afford to have reporters in the courtroom all the time. And I just happened to be in the courtroom when he came in. Well, they said the um, it was he had had a um, had a photo of Millie Cyrus and it had a hugely greatly expanded penis aiming towards her mouth. Right, photoshopped there. They had said it was, yeah, they said it was apparently something that had been going around on Facebook or some site, mm-hmm. and he thought it was funny, and he printed it down, put it in his desk, and completely forgot about it. In fact, he was gone to Las Vegas. Well, the judge, the bottom line is the um, psychologist um, said, you know, judge, we put this guy through every conceivable test, and this guy is less of a child pornographer than you or me, and we're not. And the judge said, well, you know, it was kind of a, sounds to me like it was another one of those, a stretch with the police trying to make a case. And the judge did say, he said, you know, what you need is you need help for your depression. And they dropped that charge. But nobody Thank goodness. dropped that charge. And, and uh, the guy spent three months in jail when what he needed was help for depression. Man. Which then led to, um, I went over to meet with the public defender's office on something else. And I... Um, one of the public defenders said, you know, this is an ongoing problem. Yes, there are real child sex offenders, and, you know, that's a different matter. But so often it is 
someone who wants a divorce or some 12-year-old girl that didn't get their way. And this guy is sitting in prison. Mm. She said, we've got one in jail right now. He's getting his car repossessed. His life is ruined. And we know that he hasn't done anything, but we can't get the case to court. She said, every time we talk to the girl accusing him, the story doesn't match. And just so often it's a case of a divorce or something where they're yeah, this yeah. is not a system that's designed to help people at all. And I thank you for the men, call, Dan. I appreciate I'd, it. I'd like to point out this specifically men. Now, if I wanted to set my wife up for a divorce and I went and uh, downloaded child porn into her computer, I'm more likely to get in trouble myself mm-hmm. than uh, for her to get in trouble. Whereas if she did it to my computer, the Case chances, closed. the chances, right? Bam! What about what about you know justice? Who cares? Yeah. Shut up! You know, I mean, that's how it's going to go because right. men, prove that you put it there. Men are, uh, you know, just viewed largely in the society. This is a generalization viewed as these, uh, you know, sexually uncontrolled beasts. Yeah. Whereas, you know, women, the gatekeepers of sex, uh, you know, and, and that's that's how it is. Let's go to James. He's listening in South Carolina in the Charleston area to WSCFM. Hey, James. Hi, how are you? Hey, great. What's on your mind tonight? Oh, well, first, thank you so much for letting me on your show. I absolutely love your program. I love it. But um, this is this individual, it's, uh, it's obvious that he has some, uh, I guess, called deviant. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe there to be an actual crime here. I mean, there are no cho- actual children in this photograph or these, these depictions. That's correct. No children are being harmed, nope. which is the whole idea behind child pornography is that, you know, well, with child pornography, a child is actually being harmed. But these visual depictions are, are nothing more than pen to paper. Right. Nothing more than the fantasies of the artist involved and the person who was, uh, was looking at them. And that's it. But he's going oh, to prison well, for three years. Well, that's, I mean, it, it's certainly deviant, um, but there, I don't, there's no real crime here. And then three years in prison, uh, I have several friends who are correctional officers, and, I mean, that is, that is not a very friendly environment for individuals connected in any way whatsoever with the sex crime. Um, and then on top of that, this individual has not actually committed a sex crime. So this is a pretty, I mean, this is really over the top. Now, this uh, let's put this into perspective uh, for folks that think this is, oh, this is a one-time occurrence. This doesn't really happen. Uh, this is a freak occurrence. We have seen uh, instances where the similar things have happened, not just here, but also I think in Australia as well. I don't know if it was Australia where that Simpsons porn one was. But there I was think one the Simpsons porn one. Simpsons there was another porn. one. There's a child porn case where uh, it was like these young, long-legged girls from in anime, uh, mm. you know, drawings, mm-hmm. yep. uh, d- cartoons. And these things are out in comic book stores all over the nation and for some reason police decided to go after this one guy and i think yeah, it I was missouri again it might have been kansas somewhere know. in the center of the united states they went after somebody just for japanese comic books what about this one james since we've got you on the line what about uh, and there is no shortage of these cases what about the case where 16 year old girl takes a picture of herself uh in some sort of a sex act with her boyfriend Boyfriend gets the picture on his cell phone. It spreads around the school. Is that a crime? Uh, it's certainly poor judgment. It certainly is. Um, well, well, I guess the crime wouldn't. Hmm. Well, her sending him the picture—that's her own free will. I don't. I, I don't believe that to be a crime. Um, 
Now, if he's spreading it amongst his, you know, his aged age group peers, I don't believe that to be a crime either. Now, or adult and recipient of this, I mean, that that is a crime. But, adult, uh, an adult is, receiving it was it a crime? Is it a crime or is it wrong? Wrong, not a crime. Okay. So it's okay for a 17-year-old male to look at that picture, but not an 18-year-old male? Just want to make sure I'm clear on this. Uh, see, that is where the problem with the law comes in. <laughs> yeah, it sure right? is. <laughs> Here's an interesting conundrum. There are states in the United States, I'm in one, uh, where you can, ha- where an adult can have sex with a 16, a 16 7, or 17-year-old, and but if that adult takes pictures of that act, and let me tell you, We've covered those stories here on Free Talk Live. Then it's a crime. It's legal to have right, sex. Distribution of child pornography, right? It's, but it's, it, he's allowed to have sex with the girl. He's not allowed to take pictures. It's this really ridiculous. I mean, it it is it is okay or it isn't okay. And when you when you start dictating maturity by a number. I heard you, man. You are absolutely dead on with that, James. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. There's actually a, a, a an issue of Playboy magazine that has a young lady in it that was underage, mm. and they found out later. Uh-oh. Everybody who looked at it is a child porn right. viewer. <laughs> 855 450 free. And then how about the times when they charged the teenage girl who was in the picture with creating child porn? Happens. They've done that, too. Technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up anything you want, toll-free, 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us online over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features we give to you. And if you like the show and would like to support Free Talk Live, you can do that by shopping with us. Go to shop.freetalklive.com. That's shop.freetalklive.com. And that's where you'll find links to Amazon, as well as some other stores. But you go to those Amazon links, Amazon US, Amazon Canada, Amazon UK, go to the right Amazon for you, get your shopping taken care of, and get the stuff you're looking for at a great Amazon deal. Get it shipped right to your door, free super saver shipping on a lot of their brand new items. Or if you want, you can buy used, and maybe you'll save a few extra bucks that way. Go to shop.freetalklive.com and get your shopping taken care of, whether it's for you or something you need to buy for the upcoming holiday season. Uh, it's a good good way to get the stuff you need, the stuff you want, at a great deal, and help Free Talk Live, because we're going to cut when you enter through shop.freetalklive.com. Nicole, Christmas is coming, by the way. It is. Uh, Nicole is in Virginia Beach listening to WNIS. Hey, Nicole. Hi, how are you? Hey, just great. What's on your mind tonight? Um, well, I wanted to ask what your opinions are on... If, say, perhaps a live photograph is rendered into an uh, animated-looking picture uh, using software, um, such as, like, Photoshop or something, um, and and that's something that, you know, is really easy to do, 
What are your thoughts on that? So let me get this straight. Are we talking about a situation where, say, a child is uh, you know playing football? So they're they're bent over the football, getting ready to hike it, and then somebody cuts this out and then puts it behind the uh, you know in a suggestive way with uh, you know I don't know a giant a giant purple oh. ding dong. No, I mean an actual image of child actual child pornography. Okay, where um, the image is rendered so that it looks like a drawing or an etching, so it doesn't look oh, like see. a live action photograph anymore. Well, I, you know, to me, child taken, ch- child porn is child porn. It includes a a child and a child is uh, it, it's full of blood it runs around on two feet and uh you know it, it yells and screams a, a child isn't uh drawings on a piece of paper but or, do you understand what she's saying i do i get it there's these uh, little sketch up things that uh, you can take a picture and uh you know put it enter it into a program and it'll just make it look like a drawing and right. you know so the possess you have to have i guess possession of the picture in order to put it into the SketchUp thing of the drawing. Well, but you could make that photo, you could make the drawing version and then distribute that. So somebody could have uh, could have the drawing without having the original photo of it. Look, interesting. I, my answer to your question, Nicole, is that, uh, in my opinion, it's not a crime either way. Because we're not talking about the individual who actually forced a child into a undesirable sexual situation to me that's the only crime here that uh, that we're really talking about okay so as to the case that you originally brought up i think that there's more to it in terms of the wife in terms of the wife's motive in terms of the, that particular prosecutor may maybe want to make their bones I I think that three years in a penitentiary is going to do far more harm for this individual. Absolutely. If, if in fact, they do have a a problem. And I think that that in and of itself, um, that needs to be looked at. Unfortunately, you know, federal prosecutors don't get investigated. Federal cases don't get investigated. So um, if the wife had a vendetta against him and she went on his computer, and she downloaded this type of material, or if someone has any, you know, someone can have access to maybe your personal email and go to a bunch of crazy websites and sign you up, mm, or maybe sure. sign you up at your work email address, and then you're sitting at work and you're getting all this pornography email because someone was angry with you, then you'd certainly get fired, lose your job, et cetera. So I think that there's a whole lot more to this case in terms of, this gentleman probably having his back against the wall, being in the room with the prosecutors and, and looking at what he thought was probably going to be a much, much longer sentence and not, you know, not knowing or not thinking that he had uh, a better chance of defense. I agree. Nicole, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. 855-450-FREE is a number. So it's interesting. If you possess something that may be the product of a crime, and that's what she's talking about here, where yep. um, you know a picture might be t- rendered into something that looks like a drawing. Yep. You know, um, a lot of the uh, diamond rings are often uh, brought, I mean, people, people doing the diamond uh, mining are often under slave labor conditions, real yep. live slave labor conditions. So... Ladies, look at that finger. Do you see a diamond there? Mm. Are you 
the are, are, are you involved in this crime? Because it doesn't feel like it, right? Yeah, well, but this is a thought crime. Like when somebody buys a diamond ring, they're not thinking about uh, you know whatever the criminal act might have been. They're not thinking about the the, the guy slavery. who was in possession of the Miley Cyrus with the uh, you know the, the the Photoshop thing. There wasn't thinking about it being a crime either. No, no, no. I agree with that. I agree with that. But what what is being criminalized here are certain ideas. And the people who have those ideas are being labeled as criminals. They're being put in prison cells. And those ideas may be undesirable. They may be unpopular. They may be things that uh, people feel like they should ostracize another person for. But they shouldn't put someone in prison for it. For thinking a thought that is unpopular should not be a criminal act. And that's what's going on here. And it's not just happening with people with uh, child pornography or with uh, bestiality or with, you know, weird uh, body. Fluid porn, uh, you know, it's not just happening there. It's also happening in the area of dissent, for instance, uh, out in Britain. And maybe we can tell you more about that in a moment. Well, you know, in this case, though, if we assume the worst about this guy, that he was holding on to this uh, this drawing porn because he likes the idea of children having sex but didn't want to actually look at child porn because he knew it was illegal. To me, he's a pedophile, but what are you going to do about that? He's managing his pedophilia. That's what we ask of every person that we put in jail for pedophilia after they get out. Manage this. Don't touch children. Don't look at naked sexual pictures of children and we'll allow you to be free. So why in the world would they lock this guy up? Let's go to Doug, also listening to WNIS in Virginia. Doug, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. Um, I've been listening off and on to this conversation for the last half an hour, so let me ask both of you guys a question. Are either one of you parents? Yes, I am a parent. You are a parent? Yep, my child's four and a half. Four and a half, great. I'm 49. I have a younger brother that's 39. He's 10 years younger than I. My parents owned three daycare centers in the Virginia area uh, when I was in my early to mid-20s. Of course, he was 12 to 15 at that time, my younger brother. We found disturbing pictures that he had drawn, uh, you know, your brother? The he, internet wasn't that big then. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get, had, make sure I understood correctly. He, your brother? My brother, he. Okay. He's... 39 now. He's been in the world of academia, believe it or not, as a uh, a dorm counselor for males incoming. He's gay. Um, but at the time, my parents owned three daycare centers mm-hmm. in the Virginia Tidewater area. And we found these pictures that he had. Uh, I did. I was, again, 10 years older than he and I brought them to their attention. Oh, they, they, you know, it's just Matt. It's okay. It's okay. And the pictures well, were of children in sex, like drawings of children in sexual positions? Yes. Okay. Yes. One of the uh, kids from one of the daycare centers, one night the father found a tick in his private area. And he said, hey, you know, I'm going to remove the tick. I just want to make sure no one's ever touched you in this area. And the kid said, oh, yeah, well... My half-brother, I think I've already mentioned his name, but anyway, yes, he has. And uh, the father said, what? And he says, well, yeah. He says, where? He said, at the daycare center. Well, that was the the beginning of the slew of kids that came forward, young males, 
from three daycare centers uh, within the next two weeks came forward saying, yeah, they had oh been sodomized, et cetera. Yikes. By a 16-year-old who had those pictures prior to that. My point is, and I'm all with you about government not being in this, that, and the other, but you know what? If it looks like a duck and walks like a duck, guess what, brothers? It's a duck. You're going to suggest that this guy, just because he had pictures, was acting on his fantasies? Apparently so. No, 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 no. Your brother we know was acting on his fantasies. Well, we, it sounds pretty clear like his brother was acting on his fantasies. Hold that thought, Doug. We can bring it back here in a moment. Doug, hang on. We can bring it back and continue the discussion here in a moment. Mark, you said we don't know. Well, if a bunch of kids are coming out saying something is happening, it's just know, one guy talking That's pretty the good radio. evidence. That's pretty good. Let's presume he's telling the truth, though. That's pretty good evidence that something happened here. In the case we're talking about with the guy with the pictures, there's nobody who's accusing him of anything. It's free talk. Hi, I'm Richard Grove of TragedyandHope.com, and thanks to the help of Mark and Ian here on Free Talk Live, we've created this call to action to help raise awareness for John Taylor Gatto. In 2001, former New York City and State School Teacher of the Year, John Taylor Gatto, published The Underground History of American Education, detailing how public schooling creates obedient workers and debt slaves. Now John delivers a message which he calls your birthright. It's titled The Ultimate History Lesson, and it's a five-hour journey illustrating how and why our public schools are dumbing us down and what we can do about it. Therein, referencing more than 200 footnotes and 30 classic texts. John suffered multiple strokes in the weeks after filming this interview, and he's in need of your help as he continues to recover. Please click the banner on freetalklive.com and enter the coupon code FTL and we'll send you the ultimate history lesson on four DVDs plus a free 15-hour MP3 bonus DVD. Thank you for tuning in and not dropping out. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy. Uh, you can enjoy the features there. They are all for free. Once again, freetalklive.com. And uh, as I mentioned previously, we're on Twitter and Facebook, where right now we're being threatened on uh, Twitter. Uh, simply, I guess, for talking about this subject. It's jurisprudence. We were threatened with uh, denial of service attacks there. Uh, we were also threatened with the same thing last night as well, as uh, Derek J., who is a former co-host of this program, announced on Facebook that one of his videos, it's on the Cop Block YouTube channel, of the police officer in Manchester pulling his car door open, was getting a huge amount of attention. It's blown up big time with over 200,000 views in a relatively a lot, yeah. short period of time. Uh, there's a huge Reddit thread about it, and it's kind of just spilling all over the place. But the response from folks on that thread is all negative, almost almost all. It's like 95% negative, saying, that cop is a good cop, and uh, how dare you treat him like that? And basically what happened was we were pulled over uh, in Manchester for a no-inspection sticker or an expired ex- inspection sticker. And, uh, you know, we didn't make it easy on the cop. Derek cracked his window. Uh, you know, when the cop opened the door, we objected to that. The cop just swings illegal, his door open. Illegal search. 
And uh, so, you know, we, we verbally objected to that rather than bowing down and kowtowing to the man. And apparently these, uh, you know, bootlickers on Reddit, they uh, really think that that's a terrible thing. And so they were threatening us with a denial of service attack and, you know, talking about how they want to take our sites offline. And it was absolutely ridiculous. So I posted on uh, Reddit, by the way, last night uh, to that very thread. I posted, hey, how'd you like to actually talk to a couple of the people that were in that car? Because a demo from copblock.org was on last night. And uh, not one of those people... And over 800 uh, comments on Reddit at the time last night, probably way more now, but uh, not one called in to take their position on the air. So it's easy to, uh, you know, type an attack behind a keyboard. It's a lot more difficult to actually, you know, defend your, your position in an actual conversation with another human being. Phone lines are open, should you like to, at 855-450-FREE. Let's continue here. Uh, let's go to Doug. He's listening in Virginia. Now, Doug, what you were saying before was that you have a brother who's 10 years younger than you. When he was in his early teens, uh, he allegedly was molesting children at a daycare center. You used the term sodomize, and Mark uh, was taking issue with that during the break. Mark, do you want to clarify being as... Yeah, I Careful don't know as what, possible and clinical as possible. I don't know how old these children are that we're talking about. It was here. a preschool. Well, Mark, let me no. let me let me let me help you. Um, I, I, it's unfortunate that you take issue with it, but sodomized. Do you have a Webster's dictionary? I've looked it up, and it means a whole bunch of different things. Okay, anal entry with is what we're talking with about with a here. male member. Yes, on little kids. Yes. And this wasn't getting discovered by their parents at bath time? No, not until one of the boys had a tick in his private area. And how old are we talking about of children here? We're talking about four to seven-year-old boys and a 16-year-old male that perpetrated the crime. So I'm skeptical, but we'll go ahead and take your word for it. Don't be skeptical. Go to the dailypress.com, search the archives. Just because it's and, oh, just because hey, you found somebody to search for. Just because you but found anyway, somebody who would say it. There were three daycare centers involved. The, look, wait My a second. Brother I under, I get you. Wait a second. Just because somebody made a claim or several people made a claim doesn't make something true. The McMartin's about, preschool. Let me finish what I'm law. saying. The McMartin preschool uh, situation, the scandal that went on there, yeah, look, man, shows look, it. Listen, I, I, I understand. You're right, because someone says it doesn't make it so. But when you have 10 or 12 boys who testify, of course, you know, in a court of law, not in front of a jury because they're four and five and six years old, but when they tell a counselor what happened to them over a period of time at three daycare centers where my half-brother was present on the days that the kids said it occurred, you know, I, I, I don't Look, know what else to say. I'm willing to give you that within, things happen. Two weeks, within two weeks of the accusations, my parents, my father and stepmother, this is my half-brother that perpetrated the crimes, they had to sell all three daycare centers, obviously because, you know, they went from 90 people to four overnight once the accusations hit the airways. Uh, they sold the daycare centers. They put my brother in a, uh, uh, well, the police, he was 15, you know, he was a juvenile. They arrested him. They put him in some type of home. He was on suicide watch. But at the end of the day, um, he was convicted of those crimes. They paid out $30 million in lawsuits. 
the insurance company for the daycare centers did. Of course, they sold them, as I mentioned. That was their bread and butter. They had to sell them. They lost their butts in the lawsuits, paid out the, the fines for the And the reason you bring this up is is to ultimately say that you think a man should be put in a prison cell because he had drawings of uh, sex with children. Well, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying this. When a seed is planted, you know, sin originates in the heart. Don't cut me off. You haven't been cut off. And you, and you, and you, and you, and you foster that with pictures and diagrams and, and videos that leads to completion of the act, which is what happened with my brother. Now, let me just go on to say, he was 15 when that happened. He was a juvenile. His juvenile records are sealed. He went on to graduate with honors from Texas A&M. He got his master's. He got his doctorate. And he's been in an East Coast college as a uh, dean of male students' housing well, good for good for him. It now, sounds God like he's gotten his life together. In the last ten years, it's, it well, sounds like he's gotten his life together. So the, that's a good thing. What right? the point I've made so here, and like I think he's that his life together right in the nook where he's comfortable with young boys coming into college, college students are not boys. Like Can we clarify something here? A college student is not a boy. They are you know fully sexually mature males. And seventeen and eighteen year old kids who are impressionable. College students are not kids; they are adults. And, and the seventeen-year-old okay, in college, college is rare. Students. What about the five and six-year-old? No, that that's terrible. About? If that's what actually happened, that's a terrible thing. Right, but but you haven't. He was convicted as a juvenile, and that record's been expunged. And now he's out there so as a dean. Let me ask you this. What, what, let me ask you this. Okay. I think it's wrong. I got you. Let me ask you this. What should we do with him? <laughs> what I think we should do with him is. I think he should have been locked up at 15. Until? That's what I think we should do. Until? Because I think he went through counseling. He went through the suicide watches. He went through this. He went through that. Until? And I see no change in his behavior as a 39-year-old adult who's a dean of a college in Washington, D.C. Then I saw his behavior as a 15-year-old kid with pictures on his wall of five-year-olds being sodomized. How long do you want him locked up for? Until the day he can't do that any longer to someone else's child. You're so father, forever. Right? You're saying forever. How many children has he... Uh, I'm saying until the day he can't do it anymore. So until he's crippled? I mean, what does that all mean? I is I, you know, my son was six when this all went down. I pulled my son in and said, hey, has your brother, you know, your uncle ever touched you? Has he ever done that? He said, no. I was dating a girl. I was divorced who had a kid, kids four and five. And I asked him, has... So-and-so ever touched you, ever done, no. So in your opinion, people can't change, is that right? Doug, so people can't change in your mind? You just say lock them up forever, right? can't change, absolutely. Let me tell you something. But you just said lock this guy uh, up forever. I've been a drug addict for 20 years, but I've been 15 years clean and sober, so people can change. So, so what good is question. locking him up forever going to do? That's my question do? to you. If a pedophile, and you're claiming your brother is one, and okay, and we're claiming that this guy in the news story is one, and okay, if a pedophile isn't molesting peds, then should that pedophile be locked up? No. Then what is the problem here, dude? The problem is this. I mean, if he hasn't molested anyone, okay. But listen, guys, it just makes sense. If a person has pictures and
video doesn't mean that they're going to go on to commit an act. I I thank you, Doug. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. I think you should look deeply into uh, that person's interpersonal relationships with uh, kids, but that doesn't mean they've done it. More coming up. 855-450-FREE. It's Free Talk Live. Got vampires, zombies ruining the neighborhood. From weapons expert Larry Correa, a new installment in the New York Times best-selling Monster Hunter series, Monster Hunter Legion. Publishers Weekly says this lighthearted testosterone soap sequel to 2009's Monster Hunter International will delight fans of action horror with elaborate weaponry, hand-to-hand combat, disgusting monsters, and an endless stream of blood and body parts. Monster Hunter Legion, on sale now wherever books are sold. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. You can bring up anything you want, though the topic on the table at the moment is thought crimes. And apparently some people don't like us talking about uh, this particular dis- uh, this, this topic. And it is a disturbing topic. I, I realize that. I mean, nobody wants to talk about the idea of people looking at pictures of children engaged in sex acts, even if they're drawings, which is what actually started the show out tonight. It was a man who's going to prison for three years on a possession of obscene materials charge. Not actual possession of child pornography, considering there are no actual children in the photos uh, or in the drawings. They're just drawings of children. Uh, so he's going to prison for three years, and uh, you know people don't like that uh, we're even discussing it. But I think it's been an interesting discussion thus far because it's important to talk about those people who are on the fringe. It's important to bring attention to the matters, uh, what's happening to these folks, because nobody wants to talk about them. Nobody wants to defend the undefendable. And I'm not defending the thought itself, but the freedom to think it, the freedom to think thoughts that are disturbing or undesirable it's not a crime until it becomes a crime or it shouldn't be it's it shouldn't be a crime until somebody becomes a victim right and unless you can come up with a reasonable uh you know way to deal with this people that look at drawings of simpson porn or whatever then you know i i guess i don't know what to do with that and either (laughs) either we're talking about a crime or we're not talking about a crime right I wouldn't trust my kid around somebody that had been caught, caught with this doing stuff. that. Sure, you can believe that. Sure, yeah, right. I mean, there's one thing to adjust your personal, uh, you know, habits as far as who you associate with, or to possibly ostracize somebody socially. But the whole other thing to force everybody to pay to put somebody in a cage who, in at no point, has been alleged to have caused anyone else any harm, any actual damage. So 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number. Uh, By the way, if you don't know yet, you can learn about the Bitcoin over at WeUseCoins.org. Free Talk Live, big fans of Bitcoin, and uh, we've been actually taking some ad dollars in Bitcoins as well. Some folks have been paying in Bitcoins to uh, to buy ads on Free Talk Live, which is pretty cool. So uh, there's more products over time that will allow you to pay in Bitcoin, like StatelessSuites.com, for instance. And one of the ways you can use Bitcoins is through Blockchain.info. They've got an online Bitcoin wallet that makes it easy for you to take your Bitcoins on the road. Uh, And what I mean by that is your access to your Bitcoin wallet. It can be your cell phone, for instance. Uh, Blockchain.info has apps for Android and jailbroken iPhones. And thanks to their fancy encryption techniques, Blockchain never has access to your money, unlike a lot of those other 
uh, online wallets do. In fact, they can't even know how much money you're sending or receiving. With the blockchain wallet, you can even send bitcoins via email to your Facebook friends or to anyone's cell phone number in just about every country around the world. And all of those services are free. So visit blockchain.info and get your free Bitcoin wallet today. So we'll tell you how to get some Bitcoins to put into your wallet here in a little bit. But let's go back to the phones here and your thoughts. We've got, I believe Jordan is with us listening in Indy to WXNT. Hey, Jordan. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Go ahead, sir. Um, anyway, I just wanted to say that uh, before I get to my comments, that I just wanted to say I think that you were kind of rough with that last guy. Um, I, uh, I sympathize with what happened to him and his brother, the kids, and all that. But anyway, I guess getting on to my point. Um, well, if guess, you want to, let's let's address that. Um, so, Mike, I don't. I understand that that guy's damaged by what uh, went on in his life, and I can see why that would be the case. But it sounded to me like he was advocating for the jailing of a person who had never harmed anyone, and there's not an excuse for that, right? Uh, well, that, that's that's what I'm going to address with my Okay, point. then go right ahead. Um. Okay. The uh, the pictures of these of these kids, whether they be pictures or drawings that have been created from computer software based on actual pictures of kids being you know molested, um, I think to me to me it's either way it's the same thing because um, because those pictures or drawings either way can lead to causing harm to the child by circulating those things. And the child isn't going to distinguish whether or not it was a picture or a drawing. Either way, they're being harmed. Well, don't you think that it would be harmful to a a child if I were, like my son, he's four and a half years old, if I broke out some porn off the Internet, regular old pornography off the Internet and showed him that, don't you think that that would give him a really sort of unrealistic view of the world and kind of damage him? Yeah, I, so I do you think the possession, the, my possession of that porn, because I have a four-and-a-half-year-old, regular old porn, should then put me in jail because my because a child could be damaged by it? Well, Secondly, as far as I know, the law says that you, you're, not supposed to, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to show a child Right. Porn. The law says that, and the law doesn't really? say— Really? Well, I, I can't I, show my kids a sex on television? It seems like a bad idea. I don't know. I'm going to assume that's illegal. Um, Ridiculous. It seems like a really bad idea. But now let me ask you this. Now, these are drawings. You suggested... Now, you suggested that these drawings were uh, were of actual sex acts, but they weren't actually – they weren't drawings off of pictures. They were just drawings out of someone's mind. So I would also ask you, when I was younger, I used to make all kinds of drawings of machine guns and battlefields and – You know, people being blown up and all kinds of things like that. Now, since these are drawings of horrible, violent acts, should I be should I have been incarcerated because I was drawing horrible, violent acts? You could have done something because some younger child could have seen those and gone out, picked up an automatic weapon and shot up his school or something. It's not like that's never Uh, happened. No, no. uh, Okay. so one crime. Mark, would you let him talk? I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir. But uh, you see, that that's actually going to be the second phase of my comment, which is that 
assuming that these drawings are just you know, came from the imagination of the artist and they're not based on actual children, you know, they, you know it's rude behavior, but I don't think they should be arrested for it. That's my understanding is that what the circumstances is here, is that these are just drawings out of someone's, you know, cart- these are just cartoon drawings. The folder was called Incest Comics uh, that uh, was found on this man's hard drive. So then you're yeah. on our side then on this, that uh, if someone has drawings of uh, children engaged in sex acts, that that's not, in point of fact, a crime, right? Just having possession of it, no. Okay, no. very good. Jordan, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate hearing from you. 855-450-FREE. Let's go to, uh, let's talk to Shay, listening in Madison to WXXM, the mic 92.1. Hey, Shay. Hi, how you doing? Hey, great. What's on your mind tonight? Um, I just wanted to clarify earlier, somebody, and I don't know if it was a caller because I had just come in on the conversation, but um, somebody was talking about whether or not it's illegal for minors to send each other uh, sexual pictures, you know, that somebody was asking about that or speaking about that. Um, yeah, I had brought up that there have been teenagers who've been charged with uh, with creating child pornography and possession of child pornography for what they call sexting these days, where teens will send pictures of uh, you know naked other naked teens right. and or teens engaged in sex acts. Okay, then I misunderstood because um, I, I thought you were saying that it, somebody had said that they didn't think it was, and I wanted to let them know. That it absolutely is. And, um, if you had more to say, Shay, you're welcome to hang on. We can bring you back here in a moment. 855-450-FREE. You can also share your thoughts about whatever you want. Take control. 855-450-3733. Free Talk Live. Do you have a website or product that you make available to people nationally or even internationally? Free Talk Live is heard on more than 100 radio stations and 2XM channels. FTL's also been voted five times the best political podcast of the year and four times been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list, the 100 most important radio programs in the country. We can do ad packages for you from as little as $500 a month on up to $3,000. I'll work with you to customize a package that will work within your budget. Contact me, Mark, at mark at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and you can bring up anything that you'd like. 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number, 1-855-450-3733. And we've been talking throughout the show tonight. We started the program out with a disturbing story. about, And it's disturbing in more than one way. It's disturbing in that uh, a wife discovered on her husband's computer... Pictures of uh, drawings, cartoon. drawings, cartoons of uh, child interaction, sexual interactions with adults, children interacting sexually with children, uh, and you know, is in a you know, like an incest folder, incest comics, I think is what it was called. And now this man, as though that weren't disturbing on its own, now this man is being locked in prison for three years, and he has not been accused of actually molesting anyone. He has not been accused of attempting to molest anyone he has not been accused of rape he has not been accused of any crime that involves a victim he's been accused of possession of what they call obscene material and so he hasn't even been convicted of a child porn possession charge because well there weren't actually children involved in any way shape or form in this uh the story is from the joplin globe 
and it's been barely covered in the in the news media. But he's been convicted because the pictures he has, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office, have no literary, artistic, political, or scientific value. And I don't care. It's none of my business what pictures you have and whether or not I consider them artistic or literary or, or scientific gross. or gross or how I feel about them. If you aren't harming another human being, I don't care what you do. It's your business. And you know, there's certain certain people online here, and not necessarily on the phones. Most of the people on the phones tonight at least you know, been able to put a sentence together. But, uh, but online, some people are suggesting that uh, you know, somehow things that are distasteful should be made illegal. And I don't agree with that at all. There are a lot of things that are distasteful. And it, admittedly, when you're talking about pedophilia, it's this thing that's sort of uh, out of vogue. Now, consider back in ancient Greece that, uh, you know, Alex, Alexander the Great and uh, Aristotle and these people participated this on, in this stuff as a societal thing. All those guys from 300, those uh, Spartans, mm-hmm. they did this. Um, I mean, it was just a, it was their society. You mean sex with boys? Yep. Yep. Young men. Young men were, were sodomized. Mm. This was the. This is what is now. You everybody. It, the only popular thing to say about a pedophile is let's kill him. Let's kill him without a trial. If anybody is accused of pedophilia, anything that smells like pedophilia, kill him. It's just like the the Salem witch hunts. Now, as right, far or as, take Free Talk Live off the air just because we're talking about it. Right. As far as I'm concerned, in this circumstance, this guy sounds like a pedophile that's managing his pedophilia. And that's all I ask from a pedophile. That they not touch your kid. You that, never you touch know. a kid, ever touch a kid. You, and we'll be fine. Don't ever look at child porn of real children, and you won't go to jail. Let's, and I think that's a fair thing to offer a pedophile, because there's nothing they can do about being a pedophile. Let's talk to Shay, listening in Madison. Shay, uh, you're back on Free Talk Live. Go ahead with your thoughts. You barely had a chance in the last segment. Shay? Well, um, <laughs> I got a little sidetracked by listening to you there. Okay, so I guess my bigger point that I was trying to make was that it's not that these laws are made to limit people's freedoms. The point of the law and the laws is to protect kids, okay? It's, that's the point. Um, if you're talking about— But how does this drawing, protect kids? But no, let me okay. make my point, and then you can definitely respond. Okay. Um, research shows that pedophiles or people who are tending to sexualize children are— tempted more when they are exposed to those images. It's just like Where's if this you research? were going to take a, a coat. <laughs> I, look, I got a master's degree in counseling. I really I'd don't want to go into all the research, but I know how to look at research. Can and you I know send how me, can you tell research. me where to look you for a little? You don't have to believe me, but let me oh, right. finish my point because the laws were made based on the research, okay? So the laws just didn't come out of thin air. The government monster who wants to limit everybody's freedom. Okay, they're laws that are put in place to try to protect children. Whether they're perfect laws, we can definitely argue, although I don't want to because I know they're not perfect laws. Okay, but the research shows that put a cocaine addict who's gone clean and, you know, put him in a room with a pile of cocaine. What's he going to do? Is he going to manage his addiction by looking at that pile of cocaine? 
Did Rush Limbaugh manage his addiction for years when he could get uh, these Dilaudids? I don't know anything about Rush Limbaugh. He did just fine. I'm talking about the laws that protect kids and that they're in place. This sounds like discrimination to me. You're not talking about adults. You're talking about children who can't protect themselves. They haven't been harmed. Are we a society that wants to put in place laws to protect children? Or are we a society that says, do whatever you want? So do you support this guy going to prison for three years? Shane, do you support the prison term here? Honey, I don't know what that is. Okay, it's a prison. It's when people go to uh, to a cage. I don't want to hear about it. What I want to say is that you you don't want to hear about it. Really high opinion of your opinion. You don't have facts on your side. If you can, the facts of the case, Shay. The facts, Shay. The facts of uh, this case are very clear. I'm going to put her on hold. Well, yes, interrupting her. Yes, I can because I have a hold button here. So, Shay, you got your thoughts out, but I have some questions for you. She's got a master's degree. Shut up. I would like to ask some questions, and that is, in this case, the man has not been accused of harming anyone's children. He has only, you know, his wife found a folder on his computer labeled incest comics. Who knows if he even put it there. And uh, so do you think this guy should go to prison? You're back on. Absolutely. Yes, I do, because it's a felony. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's not a felony. It's no, just a it's, loophole. It's the same thing as a having loophole. a photograph exactly of right. a kid. It's just Do a you support, no, Shay, another follow-up question here. Just to clarify, this man was not charged with possession of child pornography because he didn't have any. He was charged with possession of obscene material. Now, obscene material okay, has been defined as, uh, in other cases, like the Max Hardcore case, has been defined as people having, like, uh, urinating in their, uh, for instance, in their pornography. Uh, do you think people should go to prison for making uh, pee porn? No, I just want to say I think you have a really high opinion for not having a lot of information. Thanks, Shay, for the call. I appreciate hearing from you tonight. I've got a story in front of me. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Here's people, the only information I need. At this point, this man is not accused of harming anyone. That's the only information I need to know that he hasn't harmed anyone. Let's continue. We've got Harold in Virginia listening to WNIS. Harold, go ahead with your thoughts. Um, hi, guys. Um, oh, Harold, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to put you on hold here. I'm going to ask the board operator to try to get you on a better phone. That one was terrible. Uh, so maybe you could call back on a landline or and or a even a cell. If that was a landline, call on a cell phone. Whatever that was. It was bad. Uh, let's go to Justin uh, listening in Charleston to WSC. That's uh, Charleston, Hi. South Carolina. Hey, Justin. Hey. Um, yeah. Um, I was just wondering, uh, for that guy that uh, got sent to jail for three years, uh, what level of court was it? Was it a state court or was it a federal court? Federal court. It I, was a federal court. It doesn't make any uh, sense. Was, I, I was wondering what the basis of a federal court being able to do that was. Uh, this but is I, the I, federal I laws against obsc- it, it is the federal laws against obscene materials. Okay. Okay. Um, so basically, um, kind of like the Minority Report movie. This is exactly like that. Yeah, this man has committed a thought crime and is going to prison because of it. No actual victims are being alleged here. Okay, Um, and so this is, but their their point was is that it was a crime against a person. No, Um, because there's also there's no victim. No, they're they're not claiming that. The the crime is against the state. So the case is the state of, or excuse me, the federal, you know, whatever the whatever the federal government calls itself. I guess the United States uh, versus this guy. Okay. So there's no victim. No alleged victim. No one has ever suggested this man has committed any sort of molestation or anything like that. He just 
possessed some things that some people find distasteful, and so they're going to put him in a cage for it. Right. Um, How does that well, make you feel? I, I guess, okay, I guess on a state and local level, they have to protect their citizens. And I understand, um, you know, the children have to be protected. But as far as our freedom of goes and, our free, and basically our First Amendment rights, it seems like there is a great area. There certainly is, and and, uh, people have been put in prison cells for other things as well that don't involve victims. As we mentioned, Max Hardcore, a uh, porn producer, spent a couple years in prison as a result of making pornography that some people find distasteful, with consenting adults, of course. Justin, thanks for your thoughts tonight, man. If if you want, you can hang on. We can bring you back here in a moment. This is Free Talk Live. You take control. Bring up anything. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give five bucks a month to the AMP program. You likely buy all kinds of things online. Amazon is the largest online retailer. You can get what you need at the same prices with free super saver shipping by going to shop.freetalklive.com. Please do your online shopping at shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything you want at 855-450-FREE. It's 1-855-450-3733. But uh, right now we are generally talking about the idea of ideas being illegal. That's what's on the table here. Thought crimes. That if somebody thinks or draws something that they're thinking about, in this case it's uh, some disturbing images of uh, children involved in sexual activity with adults and other children that are sending a man to prison for three years in this country. In the so-called land of the free, where you supposedly have a right to free speech, well, shouldn't art be free speech? Shouldn't what you put pen to paper and create be considered that freedom of speech? Even if it's something that's ugly, even if it's something that's despicable, even if it's something that is distasteful and turns people off and makes people angry, shouldn't it still be legal? Right. You don't need protections of of free speech for popular speech. If I say I like butterflies, people aren't going to come after (laughs) me for that one. But it's the it's the disgusting speech. It's the speech that's upsetting. That's the speech that needs to be protected. Right. Let's go back to Justin in Charleston. Justin, uh, I know you had another thought. Go ahead quickly. We've got some other folks yeah. that would like to get. Okay. In. I will. I'll, I'll be really quick. Okay. We said that it was a shade of gray, basically that this uh, this issue is happening. Okay. Now, under our court system, though, we have to have judicial review, and things have to go before the court, and some people have to be put into prime positions in order for us to be able to define it in law. Okay, now my point about this whole entire issue is that, yeah, that's a sad reality that our judicial system is this way, but it's there to protect the individual citizens. Nonsense. Now, if, okay, that's now, nonsense. Tell me that, well, well, it has to be that way. The that's judicial system is. It doesn't have to be that way. The legal Look, have system, you ever heard of an arbitrator before? That it, that's how the 11th Amendment was created. Have you ever been to court before? I have. Anybody who's been to court should know that the system is not there to protect you. It's there to protect the system. Well, yes, but the system then has to redefine itself according to how the verdicts are made. 
Yes, but the, the re- but, but those verdicts are generally made by people that have the most money, and the prosecution has all the money it wants because it has your tax dollars. Sure. Whereas the defense has a very difficult time defending itself because it must defend itself against uh, cases of, of of people that are bringing them against them that have nothing at stake. A prosecutor okay, doesn't okay. go to prison. So Wait a second, I'm not done yet. A prosecutor, okay. <laughs> well, he's 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 acting yell. like he's being filibustered. You don't here. need to yell. I got you. Um, the prosecution doesn't have anything at stake. The prosecutor doesn't go to prison if he gets this wrong. Only me, the defense, I'm the only one who goes to prison. And that's a messed okay. up system. Let me ask you a question. Then. Okay, so, so the state that has all the money it wants is tax dollars. Back in, in 1860, when Abraham Lincoln um, basically vetoed the right of habeas corpus on the four states, that were going to succeed from the Union, he stopped their right in the court and arrested all entire, um, basically, the senators of the state in order to where they could not succeed from the Union. Do you think that that was wrong for Abraham Lincoln to do that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, he did that, and because of that, we were able to end slavery. Now, if those no. four states would okay. have... Just, yes, you you do understand that... that no. Wait a second. Would have, would have won from we got to challenge that one, Justin. Hang on, man. Got to challenge that one. Okay, so Abraham Lincoln didn't end slavery anywhere because all he did was claim that slavery was over in a country that he didn't rule. Secondarily, he, they allowed slavery after the Civil War in the four states that did not secede. The North only wanted to end slavery in the South. Thanks for the call, Justin. Appreciate and it. Slavery was stopped everywhere around the world without wars. We're going to give Harold another shot here. He had a bad phone earlier. He's back on. Harold, uh, listening in Virginia. Are you with us? Yes. Um, my name is Harold. I live in Gloucester, Virginia. Go ahead, sir. And I heard your earlier call from Doug. Mm-hmm. And I'm 31 years old. I was the boy that had the tick whose father found it. I've heard you talk about Rush Limbaugh. I've heard you talk about prisons. I've heard you talk about pictures. I just wanted to tell you that that boy that came to the daycare center that did things to me and I guess other boys that should not have been done to anybody. And my father told me, and we told the truth, and I'm 31 years old, and I still live at home. I'm still scared to talk to girls. I'm 31 years old, and hmm. I just wanted to tell you guys that. Okay. I don't know if so I you believe you, but uh, it's it's awfully interesting and coincidental sorry, that uh, that uh, that you happen to be listening tonight. Yeah, I don't know if I believe him. Well, it's a nationally syndicated radio program. Yeah. It could he could, could be, be listening. Him. It could be somebody else. And look, I understand it's painful. It has nothing to do with the case we're talking about. Yeah, just because somebody out there drew pictures and then touched young boys doesn't mean that somebody else who draws pictures or, or looks, looks at, at pictures. pictures 
is going to touch young boys. Yeah. You don't get to put people in – you should not get to put somebody in a right. prison cell a if no one's situ- been harmed. A terrible situation is a terrible situation, but that doesn't mean because a terrible situation occurred that somebody is right to a fair trial and right to freedom of speech and freedom of the press should be violated. Let's continue here and talk to Don listening in Myrtle Beach in South Carolina, WRNN. Hello, Don. Doing. Hey, great. What's Live on your mind free tonight? Free or die, my friend. Right on, brother. Go ahead. Uh, listen, when I was around uh, 14 years old, uh, I was walking home. I played the trumpet in the marching band, and a guy tried to pick me up, mm-hmm. and I knew. And because my parents told me, don't take a ride from strangers. And it was a cold fall night, you know, football season. And uh, I was walking home, and I knew this was going on. And anybody who is a pedophile uh, who is convicted in court should hang from a tall oak tree. <laughs> uh, but, you know. Because that makes the world better. On your computer or in magazines or whatever, uh, I mean, you know. I see pornography as degrading. Okay. Uh, when I was younger, yeah, I looked at it when I was younger. I'm, I'm 52 years old, and I'm a um, married, and I have a dog, and we have two kids. Uh, they're grown. and But I, I see it as degrading, and I don't see why people go for that. The point I'm trying to make is that... What changed your mind about that? I mean, just as an aside... until you're proven guilty. No doubt. And to view things is one thing, and to act on it is another. I totally agree. I don't agree with hanging people from a tree. If they did do something, I think people should be, you know, they should have the chance to change. I think that courts tend to be flawed, but that's fine. Make a better life for themselves. But I'm curious, what changed your mind about pornography? You said you you had looked at it as a younger person, but then you came to the conclusion that it's degrading. What was it that that changed you on that? Well, maybe it was the grade of the... The DVDs that I got, or something like that, and I, I just thought after a while, it came to me that this is kind of degrading, hmm. uh, mostly to the women. Um, I never watch child porn. Well, they I do mean, have, uh, they do, as I understand it, they do have porn that is made uh, to not be degrading to women by so. women. Yeah, so maybe there's something out there for you. Thanks, Don, for the call. Well, I Appreciate haven't watched porn in a long time. <laughs> sure, we're not encouraging years. you to. <laughs> just, I'm just playing with you, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Eight five five four fifty free. I do agree that there's a lot of porn out there, and I have, you know, certainly. I'm not going to say I haven't looked at porn. Um, there's a lot of porn out there that I do find degrading to women, and that well, disgusts yeah. me. Max Hardcore. That's but, about as degrading as it gets. Well, certainly, it is. But I think that I think by and large, it's degrading. Most like as as porn is produced, saying. I think most of it's yeah. degrading to women, and I don't find that I don't find that sexy. But it's not criminal. No, I don't find it's criminal right. either. But they put Max Hardcore in prison for for being degrading, basically towards women, and I mean making offensive uh, pornography videos. Let's go to Dwayne listening in Northern Michigan. Dwayne, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, how you doing this evening? Just great. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, look, when y'all was talking about that child uh, molestation or sodomication yes. or that case where the gentleman went to jail because he had some pictures that seemed to be like that, 
Correct. There's a man who's going to prison for three years for having some drawings of children engaged in sex acts. Dwayne, hold that thought, man. I want to give you time to get out what you have to say here, uh, and we're going to do that here after the news. More with Dwayne. Hopefully you can stick with us. 855-450-FREE. SACL CAI toll-free line. Plus, uh, also more thought crime-related news with some serious and scary crackdowns happening on free speech in Britain. Hopefully we'll get to that, too. A science fiction comic adventure from Big Head Press. Quantum Vibe. It's year 2523. There are colonies on Venus, Mars, and Mercury. People travel in bubbles, fly at hyperspeed. With brain implants and artificial gravity. A scientific genius and his clever assistant set out on an adventure through the solar system. On a secret mission to find the key to access new frontiers and save liberty. There's a robot girl and zany creatures made with genetically engineered features. And corporate villains crave the opportunity to steal a profit from others' ingenuity. A scientific genius and his clever assistant set out on an adventure through the solar system. On a secret mission to find the key to access new frontiers and save liberty. Quantum This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to bring up what you want, although you can uh, talk about the topic on the table, too, which all night long has been thought crimes. 855-450-FREE is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. The suggestion being some people believe that uh, someone thinking something, like let's say uh, about having a sex with a child and then drawing that thought out on a piece of paper should be illegal that that uh, should be a criminal act and then that person should go to prison because that's what's happening that's the reality there's a guy going to prison for three years now for having uh, pictures drawings of children interacting sexually with other children and also other adults on his computer and he's not the first person to have been put no, they in put somebody in jail for simpsons porn right pictures of bart and lisa and i believe maggie uh, simpson engaging in sexual activity has also been deemed to be obscene and uh, again these aren't these are not convictions for child porn because there are not actually identifiable children involved it's not child porn they're they are convictions of what is called obscenity and uh, it's really disturbing. And what's most disturbing, yeah, yeah, the topic's disturbing. The idea of you know, sex with children is disturbing. But what's more disturbing is the idea that people would support putting someone in prison for drawings because it opens up a very dangerous door. It opens up you know, that Pandora's box of, well, if that thought is illegal – what other thoughts should be illegal? How about every young kid and his uh, little war drawings and things like that? I mean, my my papers in school were covered in guns and uh, you know these kind of things. Well, I can think of things that I I find pretty disturbing, like racism. How about uh, you know how about those uh, KKK members? We shouldn't let them go and march in the streets, should we? I mean, they are offensive. They say offensive things and they do offensive things. So they shouldn't be allowed to uh, say those things in public. I mean, that's the sa- it's the same idea. And most people can acknowledge that, well, yeah, racism's gross and the KKK is awful, but we do have to allow them to have their free speech because it's important to protect free speech. And that's ultimately what we're talking about here. Anyway, let's continue here with your calls. Dwayne was on the line with us at the end of the last hour and uh, barely had a chance to give him a, a, a moment to speak. So go ahead, Dwayne. Hello, I, 
again, hello, how you doing this evening? Welcome. I think you're absolutely right. We're pushing the button too far on this situation with the children. Yeah, we're supposed to protect our children, and it sounds sick for somebody to want to have sex with children, but that's a problem in their mind. That's a problem in their mind. Here, you just had a caller that said she was a counselor, and she was going off because you were wanting to protect the rights of this individual. What is what what is sending that person to jail for three years going to deter or stop? You know, but they let a rapist. Dwayne, exactly. You know, but they let a rapist go out on the street after he's done rape the woman, go back in public where there are beautiful women with short dresses, tight clothes on, that are entice him to want to do it again, but it's okay. But you want to hang somebody. Well, I'm not of the belief that a short skirt entices a a man to to rape a woman. I think that uh, that man is going to rape somebody period but uh, regardless right. mark Dwayne, go ahead let me, let me make a point here because um that's what that that lady said i thought was very interesting was that if um that the people that have pedophilic type desires if they look at drawings and pictures become more likely to act on those uh those those ideas and that was an interesting thought because what it says is well if we have a group of people that's more likely to do something we should incarcerate those people and Dwayne, i'm just going to go out on a limb here and guess you're black is that right? Yes, sir. Now, you know, the sad truth is that for whatever reason in our society, black people are more likely to be uh, to have committed a crime um, or at least caught for committing a crime uh, than than white people or Hispanic people. So I guess one could take her thought process and say, well, since black people are more likely to commit crimes, let's lock them all up. Exactly. It's crazy. It is. It's ludicrous. The reason I said about the enticement of the short skirt and the beautiful women. It's something, when a man creates a rape, it's something about that woman that got his attention. Her beauty, her looks, her curves. It's something that aggravated him. I was molested at nine years old. Yikes. Who did it, by the way? It was, it was a family member that of course. done it. It was somebody that was close to me. But it, it, what, what they did was, what the people around me did was, we didn't focus on the persons that did the crime. We focus on me so that I have a pleasant life. Now I have a beautiful wife. I have three wonderful children. I have Good four grandchildren. And I try to be an example for everybody. I've made mistakes in my life growing up. I've made big mistakes. I've been to jail before. I've never been locked up for a long period of time, but I've been to jail before. But to lock somebody up because of some pictures, we got to be serious about this. Now, to me, what that should have did was threw up a red flag and say we need to keep an eye on this. Yeah, thing. exactly. Like Absolutely. you know, if it's Thanksgiving dinner time, make sure he doesn't go in the you know the uh, a room. He doesn't with get to see at the card kids. table with the kids. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Dwayne. Good thoughts. I appreciate hearing from you tonight. Eight five five four fifty free. And I like how he said that you know when he was molested that they focused on him and helping him because going and punishing the person who did that isn't going to help Dwayne. Right? Focusing on Dwayne is going to help Dwayne. Some might make the argument that it will actually hurt the kid more because then you're spending more time focusing on this harmful act. Well, I don't know if that means they were talking with him about, you know, reliving it. it I think it just mean, means, you know, making sure he had a happy life and focusing on making Right. His they were life doing better. the opposite. Oh, I see what you're saying. All right. So let's go to uh, Linda listening to WSCFM in South Carolina. Hey, Linda. Hi, Ian, and hello, Mark. 
Hi, Linda. I just need you fellows to bear with me. I am a regular listener and caller. All right, go ahead. And I've never been angry with you two prior to this. <gasps> oh, no. And I don't always express myself well. And we had a caller named Miss Julie who helped me the last time I called. She called and explained to Mark what I was trying to say. But I, I know you two may have been victims, but you're not coming off as if you've ever endured sexual abuse. So a bit snarky, and I think that's why you're getting emails from people that are hateful. And I don't do computer stuff, honey. I'm old I don't get hate things. emails. I'm actually surprised There's I don't get... She's talking about the Twitter stuff. Oh, yeah, there were some, there were some tweets. It's the same thing okay, as I got the wrong word. I know about email, but I don't even do that. So gotcha. Twitter, but. No, those people just didn't understand. I mean, what had happened there was they were people who were not listening to the show, and they took a question that was uh, was asked on Twitter, and they spun that into mean something that uh, it didn't mean, and they reacted to it. In fact, Mark, you had talked to one of those guys on Twitter, and he's pretty much back down at, uh, at this point. Yeah. But what was upsetting so to I you? I hope Miss Julie, which is another one of your listeners, will help if I screw this up. Okay. First of all, Mr. Doug broke my heart. He sounded like he had been victimized. I didn't believe his numbers. He didn't sound... It it sounded to me like he was a scammer. I hope you're right. Mark, what, what did you hear about the numbers in that case? Um, I went went through, and uh, the I guess the the perpetrator was 30, supposed to be thirty nine, um, a thirty nine year old, and then he was supposed to be a thirty one year old. It does put them in the realm of possibility, meaning that uh, the perpetrator was thirty nine. So going back, it would have been he would have been twelve to fifteen, and the uh, and uh, this caller, if that was him, would have been four to seven. The only fact he gave us was his age, and he gave it to us over and over again, which mm-hmm. was the only thing that made me wonder about him because he kept on saying his age yeah and that it, it, it usually if somebody is uh, telling the truth they'll have facts involved and and but i don't know and i'm not going to claim to know whether he was telling the truth or not all i know is we have a nationally syndicated radio program and it's fun to uh, prank people but you know another thing you two really are what i consider old souls and you know more about whether someone's gaming you that is that the right word yeah scamming yeah or crank call, is, as they call it. Go ahead. Sorry. I think you, you're coming off a bit harsh. Dwayne was the last caller. Dwayne touched my heart so much. He truly did. Well, but, I love well, Dwayne's call. I mean, Dwayne... Well, you know, Dwayne agreed with you. Well, no, but, but, the no, point but, that Linda's but, making here, and I think she's making it well, is, is if somebody calls in... I felt the guy might have been uh, scamming us, Ian, but I felt like you, uh, since he wasn't obviously a scammer, that you looked bad by saying, oh, I don't believe you. Click. I said I might not believe him. Yeah, I said I don't know if I believe you. I agree with like Linda that. on this one. Linda, thanks. I haven't been yelling at people like Mark has. Thanks for the call, Linda. I appreciate it. 855-453. That's the SACL CAI. You've been yelling at quite a few people tonight, actually. 1-855-450-3733. Have you been drinking caffeine tonight? No caffeine for me today. More coming up here. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio, podcast, satellite, webcam, and our live streams. But did you know you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere? Add this number to your phone. 213-493-0308. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Listen Lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 213-493-0308. That's 213-493-0308. 
This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and you can bring up anything you want here. Toll free, 855-453-1855-450-3733. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features on the site uh, completely free. Once again, freetalklive.com. And those features include our bulletin board system. You can get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. Like the rest of our website, it's free. Bitinstant.com allows you to get your Bitcoins quickly, easily, and safely. If you don't know what a Bitcoin is, you probably should. Bitcoins are, this is a prediction, This isn't a fact. It's a prediction. I believe the most important invention since the Internet and probably the most important invention of the decade. You need to find out and you can find out more about uh, Bitcoins by going to WeUseCoins.org and you can get your Bitcoins at BitInstant.com. They've got more than a million locations in more than 30 countries. They are the biggest Bitcoin distributor out there, and you can trust them. I've been to their offices, and I trust them. Nice guys. Yep, and you've got your Bitcoins through them too, haven't yep. you? I'm planning on getting some more. Actually, I'm just waiting on Dwala to clear me or something. BitInstant.com. Anyway, let's go to – I'm trying the different ways to get things sure. through BitInstant. I've gone to CVS. I've gone to Walmart. Uh, I've, I'm going to do Dwala here in a few days. And I, yeah, I've yet to do the bank deposit, which I hear is one of the easiest ways. So I just have, never want my Bitcoins during banking hours. That's the only problem. Uh, let's continue here. Let's go to uh, – by the way, you can call in about anything. But on the table here tonight, we've had uh, thought crimes – in the realm of people having drawings of children engaged in sex acts, but also uh, Lincoln and slavery. Let's go first, though, to Joseph, who's been waiting patiently in Wisconsin. Joseph, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, uh, first of all, I say I just love your show, guys. But, Welcome, sir. Um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow the theme for Wisconsin tonight and wave my degree around. <laughs> I, 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 got a, I, I got a degree in classics with an emphasis on, uh, on Greece, on ancient Greece. Okay. So i got to correct some of your facts here. Okay. Um, so on, in ancient Greece, the, the man-boy relationship, we, we don't really know what, we, what they were doing exactly, but we do know there were certain limitations and actual acts of sex were probably prohibited. So there's some cases of people getting in trouble for going too far with their boys. Mm, interesting. Um, and then also, more than likely, the 298 Spartans, because there were, there were 298, not 300, um, were... Probably none of them engaged in that because um, some of the Spartans, one of the uh, Spartan poet actually wrote and was complaining about the Athenians and, and referring to them derogatorily as boy lovers. Yeah, so, Mark. I thought you got schooled. I, I thought that uh, the that the one that the claim was is that the uh, the the maybe it was the Laconics. Um, anyway, the that the Spartans were able to keep unit cohesion through uh, uh, filleting each other. <laughs> Really, this is a claim. Well, that's that I've different read. from man boy, right? I mean, the Spartans—that's those were all men. I did make that statement. I didn't say man boy in that particular instance. Ah, uh, okay. Maybe I did. I thought you said the okay. Spartans were having sex with boys. Maybe and, I did. Like, which makes it, it like that was really it sounded great when you said it, but now uh, you're being rebutted here. Okay, let's hear. Well, yeah, I, I I have yet to hear any argument about what the Spartans did with each other um, as far as male male relationships. There's. I, I've yet to hear that argument. I don't. We we have very little actual extant text from Sparta, 
so there's there's not much evidence oh. to go on one way or the other. But I wouldn't claim I, for a second that I was perusing existent extant texts from Sparta um, in my spare time. You know, when I get my history, I get it third hand. <laughs> I'll admit that much. Uh, so tell me more. You, you said that the man-boy relationships in ancient Greece were not what people make them out to be. That there were prohibitions or societal, uh, you know, general contingencies against, you know, having sex with them. Does that mean they were just snuggling with them? I mean, what what would they do? Well, the difficulty is that we don't actually know exactly what they were doing. What 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 it is is it was usually a relationship between a mentor or educator and their pupil. Right. And so there was there was some implication that there was some kind of more. Uh, personal, intimate relationship going on than just that of a teacher and student. Um, but what exactly that was and how far it went, nobody really knows because they don't actually come right out. And so it's not documented. So people weren't exactly writing down what they were doing with their boyfriends. Right. But what we do know is we, we, there are some texts that are critical of certain Greeks and their behavior with their boys as having gone too far. So we know there are some things that they were... So we know that there were restrictions. We know that there were limitations. But again, those same texts didn't actually go and say, well, you know, he was, you know, making him blow him or, you know... It could have been... him from or, behind. Or they could, ju- they could have just found uh, the relationship to be too hardcore like they do here in the United States. It's interesting, Joseph. Thanks for sharing your thoughts tonight. I appreciate you uh, hanging on to tell us that. 855-450-FREE. Glenn I do like the history conversations, I must say. ...is listening in Myrtle Beach... To WRNN. Hey, Glenn. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind? Uh, I, I wanted to bring up the you. You guys said that uh, uh, Lincoln, you know, had the whole slavery thing going on, and then eventually it was abolished in the whole world. And and I thought the same well, thing. But last night I was on BBC.com's website, and there's an article to BBC that says there are 27 million people worldwide in slavery right now over twice the number that there ever was back during those times. I should have said with the Western world um, and, you know, what we call slavery today is kind of interesting. I mean, if somebody's poor enough, then they're essentially in a, in, in a circumstance of slavery. And I would contend that everybody's a slave. As far as I'm concerned, the United States government treats every, that citizen is the new slave. And that means that the United States government claims from you a, a portion of your labor just like a master would of a servant, um, and they claim that they claim your land as your as their own. Uh, you know, if a state government or a local government can uh, can take from you a certain amount of money to live on your land, that's the same as a quit rent that a lord had over a, a serf in in you know pastimes. I totally agree with that. Now, I want to touch on something else too. What you guys were talking about earlier with this guy that, that's going to prison. Yeah. Um, my my opinion on that is is that the majority of people that are in prison are in there for, for drugs or mm-hmm. some type of medical condition or some type of mental illness. And I think this touches borderline on mental illness. And I think that if you really were going to try to do something for society and this guy, you'd put him in some kind of psychiatric counseling treatment program. And all the people that are in jail for drugs, they need to be put into some type of medical, you know, and, and, and counseling in the same way. We, we could eliminate 90% of the jails. I think that generally... I get where you're coming from, 
And I would see that as a step in the right direction, but barely. I think that uh, the people that should get counseling are the ones who want to be counseled. So, for instance, with drug users, for instance, uh, if you force a drug user into counseling, it's not that valuable. Uh, It's valuable, however, for the counseling company. And usually that's the reason why this happens. So there are some places where if you bring that objection up, you're right, by the way, the jails are filled with drug users and, and you know drug dealers, for instance, but mostly drug users. Uh, so that much is true, and getting them out of jail would be a huge step in the right direction. However, forcing them into a treatment program only puts money into the pockets of the people running those treatment programs. It's basically a sweetheart deal between the court system and whoever's operating whatever you know the area, the regional uh, treatment facility is. And it doesn't do anything to really help those people because they're not ready to get the help. When somebody who does have a drug addiction is ready, that's the time when it's you know time to go into a treatment center. So just let drug users be. Try offer them the you know the help if they need it as as a friend if you know that you have a friend or family member with a drug problem let them know you care about them and that you're there to help if that's what they want that's really all you can do for them and i thank you glenn for the call tonight uh forcing them into treatment it's you know force has unintended consequences and it usually doesn't work out the way you hope it's free talk live on free talk live we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation investment and barter currency We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want via our toll-free number, 855-450-FREE, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us online over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we have there for you, including listening options. We've got live streams, broadband, midband, and narrowband versions, so three different size bit rates for different internet connection speeds. One of them will work for you at listen.freetalklive.com. Also, over 110 radio stations across the country that air the show at various different times throughout the week. We've also got our satellite listening choices, including XM Satellite Radio, where you will hear us all seven nights per week on two different XM channels. Uh, We've got uh, our KU Band free-to-air channel and the Listen Lines, as well as the webcam. Listen Lines allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance and listen that way. So plenty of ways to get Free Talk Live into your ears at listen.freetalklive.com. You can learn more. If you have an outdoor enthusiast in your life, or, or you are one of them, consider ManVentureOutpost.com. They are the place to get your camping, hunting, or shooting gear, survival gear, whatever kind of outdoor gear you want to get. I mean, there are some places around the United States, it's hunting season right now. If you need to get some hunting gear and you want to get the name brands and you want to get them at the lowest prices, check out ManVentureOutpost.com before you buy because they've got the best prices on camping, hunting, shooting, skiing, snowshoeing, all this kind of gear that you want coming up in these seasons. Well, we can get it at ManVentureOutpost.com. Knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, boating equipment. They've got it all. And you can get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. Coupon code FTL. Back to the phones and your thoughts. Jonica is on the line listening in Myrtle Beach, WRNN. Hey, Jonica. Hi, how are you guys hey, doing? Super. <laughs> Go ahead with your thoughts. Uh- uh, yeah, I just want to elaborate on, like, everything that's going on with the picture. I, um, 
I have a niece and nephew that eight and ten, no kids of my own, but I, you know, I love them as if they were my own, and uh, I would love more than anything to see disgusting pigs, you know, that hurt children like that go to jail. However, I do, in 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 his defense, which I'm not really in his defense, but kind of agree with Dwayne that maybe in that situation they should red flag it, and instead of using our our taxpayers' money to pay for him to be in jail and court and everything, they need to actually use that money to go after the people who are actually doing the deeds now. Not saying that he wouldn't potentially, you know, in the future it happen, but it's, you keep an eye out. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's the the only thing you can do. And of course, you talk just to bring our listeners up to speed who might be tuning in. You're talking about a man who's uh, going to prison for three years for having drawings of children engaged in sex acts on his computer. So I agree with you that uh, the sensible thing to do is to make people who are in his life aware of uh, of that and and then let people make decisions as to how to interact with him. At that right. Point. If his wife would have turned this information over to a uh, reporter and the reporter used names and situations and, you know, made things things clear to me well i i guess i don't have a problem with that i think i do because there's no proof that uh, it wasn't his wife that put the pictures there in the first place i think that uh, you know if, if somebody's just going to go out and i make hope claims, they use her name too right and it, i am suspect of this lady because i, I bet she's going to get all the stuff in the divorce now mm-hmm. um i mean considering this guy's going to prison for three years yeah so i think that I mean, uh, so does it mean that if i draw a picture of me killing somebody they're gonna lock me up for conspiracy of murder or that's how crazy know, this is right like, like that's not <laughs> happening now but it could i mean if you can lock somebody up for drawing a picture of a child having sex then you could very well have somebody locked up for a picture of a murder here here's i used to okay i used to run a porn shop okay here in myrtle beach that must and, have been interesting <laughs> you have no idea mm-hmm. um and actually one of the reasons why i quit is we have those preview rooms, you know, the rooms where the guys go in the back and watch the movies. Now, most of those rooms are occupied by married, older gentlemen. Sure. Gentlemen, and they're like 40s, 50s, and up. Who apparently don't know how to use a computer. I mean, I would think that would be the reason why you'd go out of business. They Uh. don't want to get caught because actually 95% of them rent gay movies. Uh, this is is one of the reasons why i actually quit because this disgusted me more than anything and i just i couldn't think about it anymore sometimes those men that come in married with children and grandchildren that rent those movies or went rent the twink movies the twink movies Mm, yeah and it always made me think (laughs) you know if they're renting these kind of movies and they got grandchildren that age you know like, that always really bothered me. Mm, that's interesting. So you were running the store? Did you own the store? No, no, no. My friend, um, my I had three friends, and they all went in together, and um, and they, they I ran it for them. I was their manager. How many years? Uh, I was there for a total of two years. Two years. Now, let me ask you this. Um, there's this brand of uh, porn out there heterosexual porn called barely legal where uh you know they'll take 18 year old 19 year old 20 year old young women they'll put, put, them, in, put them in pigtails yeah. and uh you know the I'm little plaid skirts and um you know i think that that's probably relatively popular if i were to uh be viewing that would you consider me likely to commit uh, pedophilia on any young relatives i might have 
honestly, I don't think uh, maybe it, it's a possibility that you might in your mind. But I mean, like I said, I, I never, you know, it, it, it's, I'm not necessarily saying that they actually acted on it, but just the thought of them, you know, it disturbed you. I got gotcha. you. Oh yeah, it's easy to get yeah, disturbed. The, there's plenty of disturbing human things. Human sexual proclivities is a disturbing area to look at. That's why I said it's got to be fascinating to uh, operate a store like that because you learn probably more about people than you really ever, wanted to know. Ever want to know? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's uh, I mean, sex what are most primal, you know? Yeah. But uh, and 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 don't get me wrong. I myself, I do enjoy pornography. You know, as a female, I enjoy it. Um, which I mean, honestly, you kind of have to to be in that kind of environment. But I mean, there was just some very disturbing things that you know. I just. Thanks for sharing your story, Jonica. I do appreciate hearing from you. If you ever want to tell us any more stories from the story, feel free to call in. It's fascinating. I want uh, to. 855-450-FREE. Just to clarify something, Mark, just because you're watching the barely legal pornography doesn't mean you're going to molest a child, right? Right. Well, like, that, it could mean you're attracted to teenage uh, people right, instead that's a, of children. Right, that's a as opposed to a pedophile, but um, she was making the point on these twink videos. And Twinks. A, a twink is a... Skinny, um, young male. A skinny, young male uh, in, in a parlance of... Uh, uh, the homosexual community, right? And my claim here, as opposed is, to a bear, there is no difference between um, in in that area between a uh, a gay man, older man watching a twink video, than mm-hmm. a heterosexual older man watching a barely legal video. I would agree. I don't think there's any video now. If it if it bothers, I think you, it's funny though it that married you. men are going in and uh, and watching twink videos. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Let's continue here and go to uh, and it's like wait a minute. You're you're going to the porn store because you don't want to get caught? What if someone sees you going in there? I mean, I guess you could always don a disguise or something like that, but it seems like you'd be more likely to get caught going to a porn store by, you know, a, a, a wife who's checking you out or whatever. Whatever. Anyway, let's continue here and go to – because you can go to your Twink websites. Just put the browser privacy mode on. That's why they made that thing, right? I guess they don't know, and it's been some time. <laughs> let's go to David – Listening in Lincoln, California. David, you're on Free Talk Live. No, it's Eureka, California. Oh, Eureka. Okay, that Eureka. sounds yeah. right to me because we have an affiliate there. KGOE, go ahead with your thoughts. Yeah, here in California, a couple of years ago, they passed a, a law that all the children in school have a day to honor a self-professed pedophile by the name of Harvey Milk. And this has no opt-outs. Whenever kids go to school, they have to take one day, usually in May, because that's his birthday, Harvey Milk. And he wrote a book about pedophilia or something. And, uh, like, he is a self-professed pedophile. He no no longer lives. But our legislature and the governor signed it for kids in school to have to honor this man. And it's like, where's this court? I wish this court would come here and lock up our governor and legislature. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna, obviously we're going to have to take your word for it here. I just pulled up the guy's name. I don't see anything in the article on Wikipedia about him being a he pedophile. He's the first openly gay man to be elected to public office in California. Hang on, David. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Just because you're gay doesn't mean you're a pedophile. It's Free Talk Live. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, 
Buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give five bucks a month to the AMP program. It's my firm belief that Free Talk Live's AMP program is the best use of your charitable dollar among liberty-oriented organizations. Support all the organizations you love. But make sure you give five bucks a month to AMP at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Moments remain. If we don't get you in here tonight, no worries. We do it every single night of the week. Mark, you're going to be here tomorrow night. Uh, Stephanie 21 is back. short hours away. Stephanie is back. That's correct. Right? So uh, Mark and Stephanie will be here to take your calls about anything tomorrow from 7 to 10 at night Eastern time as we do every single night. So if we don't get you in tonight, no big deal. Call at the top of the show tomorrow. We'll talk to you then about whatever you want to talk about. Of course, you can join us online over at freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live brought to you by the Free State Project, your best chance at achieving liberty in your lifetime. If you support freedom on every issue, every time then you should check out the Free State Project. If you love the ideas of liberty and are willing to actually do something about it, go to freestateproject.org. Learn about the 101 reasons to move to New Hampshire and get signed up. We just reached over 13,000 signers this week, which is huge news. In fact, More than, a, what, almost 11 or more than 1,100 movers, uh, people in state? Uh, almost. It was, it's at 1097. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, there's usually people here who've moved, but they don't know how to update the counter, so... We're probably past a thousand, but we can't say that officially. You're past a thousand, uh, or eleven hundred rather. So go to freestateproject.org. Learn more about it. it's such an exciting movement. I'm so glad to be a part of it. There's so many great people involved in this. In fact, uh, Roger Grant, who is one of the uh, guys who worked on uh, on your house, Mark, and he's also a really talented uh, videographer, is back in the videography uh, videography game as far as covering the activism movement up here. He just posted a new video called Tour de Shire. It's the Grafton version. So he's kind of going around, I think, kind of videoing the the community aspect of the activism movement up here. And he's got some really great footage of the like the Apple Festival and some of the, the community activism that's going on or community gatherings that are, were happening up in the Grafton area. You can see that video over at freekeen.com. I posted it up there last night. So it's it's you know not just activism. It's also getting to know people. And uh, you know these are going to be, if you're here for lifetime, these are going to be your friends and neighbors for, uh, for a long time. So there's a really great community and social aspect here too. Freestateproject.org. We've got David on the line. He's listening in Eureka and David, when you called in, uh, you know, it raised some red flags with me. And uh, I, I just want to double check what you said here, because you called in to say that there's a politician in California named Harvey Milk. You alleged that he was a pedophile and you're outraged that, uh, you know, well, school children have. He was a self-professed pedophile. He's no longer alive. Where is the evidence and... for that? Because we went online. Okay. We looked okay, for visit a site called. SaveCalifornia.com. There's a gentleman that's done a lot of research. Called on what? SaveCalifornia.com. Save, S A V E? Yep, California. What are you saving California from? Works to protect uh, children, parents, taxpayers? Sure. Okay, so why wouldn't it mention it anywhere? I mean, no, they've taken a day in our school system to teach our children about things that. Schools have no business being involved in sex, whatever, that 
No, that's not what our hey, kids Hey, David, are I don't for. think that the government should be involved in schools. So I think that if you want to send oh, your, your child to a school that has sex education, that's your business. If you want to send your child to a school that does not, that should be your business. So let's get away from that issue for just a moment here. When you say he's an admitted pedophile, there's no evidence of that on – I'd, like, I'd just like to make, finish my statement here, and then you can bring, bring back your thoughts. But uh, on the Wikipedia page, it doesn't mention it. And then when you search his name on Google and pedophile – the only thing that really seems to come up is that he had a relationship with a 16-year-old. Is that what you're talking okay. about? Right. right. He wrote a book and said that he enjoyed trolling for little boys or something. Right. So to me, that's a pedophile. Have you read that book? Kids, no. Okay. Uh, there's no book. Right. Yeah, we couldn't book. find any evidence that he wrote that book that you're talking about. Do you know what the book's title is? Okay, so I could be in error. Then. Okay. I, that's I what I'm going to suggest here is that you are in error. And what I'd like to throw out, and this may not be you, you're just you just might be repeating misinformation. The red flag that went up is that he, you, you know, you mentioned that he was gay and that he was a pedophile, and there's this huge misunderstanding, and I don't know where it comes from. It's it's probably the anti-gay community out there that suggests. Uh, I'm going to put you on hold for a moment, getting some strange noise from your line, but uh, that suggests that gay people are pedophiles, and it's it's outrageous. It's not true in any way, shape, or form. Just because somebody prefers someone of the same gender as far as their sexual preference is concerned does not mean that they're pedophiles. It's ridiculous. Gay people are not more likely to be pedophiles. It's just nonsense from Playboy top to bottom. Playboy tends to, tends to focus on women who are between the ages of, what, 18 and 25, there's 25 re- is the high, certainly a high end. There's a reason why they, these magazines that make money on showing naked women, show women who tend to be the between the ages of 18 and 25. It's because those are the ages that men want to see. And so if that's the case, then one could make the case that if, if a gay man likes men who are, tend to be younger, then you can make the case that every man is a pedophile. Yeah, so I'm just going to you know I don't know much about this Save California site, but it you know right on right on the its face I'm guessing it's some sort of an anti-gay you know pro-Christian family site where whatever I don't trust anything that they say. Uh, but if it's true, and it is true, this guy did have a relationship with a 16-year-old. He was 33 at the time. There I are, had an 18-year-old girlfriend when I was 33. Right. There are there are people who will say that's pedophilia, and I'm sorry, it's not in any way, shape, or form. It's actually a completely legal relationship in a lot of states. Some states you have to be 18, uh, but here in New Hampshire, that would be a completely legal thing to do. I think California might be the same way, with 16 being the age of consent there. And so if you're talking about a teenager who has gone through puberty, uh, you are not talking about a child. And so, therefore, it's not pedophilia in any way, shape, or form. And so I just wanted to uh, clarify that, David. You're back with us. Go ahead. Okay. I, I Whatever you say about all that, I just would like our legislature investigated and locked up for passing such a Asinine, sickening law. All right. Thanks That's for the call tonight. Word. Appreciate hearing I'd from like you. I'd like them locked up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on locking them up. Well, I think they should be forgiven as long as they're willing to stop what they're doing. I'm willing to let them out when they ask for forgiveness. And when I say stop what they're doing, I mean aggressing against peaceful people. It's the legislators of the world that are are at cause in a lot of ways for the uh, the continual aggression that goes on. People are being locked into prison cells who have never harmed another human being, and that is, in my opinion, criminal. Having a relationship with uh, somebody who's 16, you know, some people might find it weird, but in most, whatever. In many states, it's legal. 
And right. if it was legal in California, then it's legal. So if I, I could right now, if assuming I didn't have a wife that would have a problem with it, um, have a relation, have a relationship with a 16-year-old here in New Hampshire. And people can think whatever they want about that. But like you said, it is it completely legal. legal. And calling it pedophilia, it's, sorry, well, not true. Pedophilia is attraction to prepubescent children. Correct. And that's the... That's what that uh, means. Now, one can be using it in sort of this acerbic kind of bombastic way um, to describe what they call aphibiophilia uh, or whatever, which is a term that they came up to describe basically what is normal, which is to be attracted to post-pubescent individuals. To Steve, listening in child, excuse me, listening in St. Louis, wrong with wants to talk about child pornography. Steve, you're on Free Talk Live. <laughs> child what? You're on the air, Steve. Yeah, I know. Okay, so I think the entire thing is ridiculous. Which thing? The if, guy? Which if, part? If, it, if, if it's a consensual relationship, then there's no problem. I agree. Yeah. I mean, well, obviously... Are you talking about the Harvey Milk case? Well, if it's a prepubescent individual then that's a problem right what should the age of consent but be? otherwise you know i mean pretty much the whole conversation is moot you know basically it if yeah if they're if they're a, an adult if they've gone through pubescence then that's it so what at what age do you think that uh, the, uh, the should there be an age of consent or should it just be you know an arbitrary is this person through puberty yet sort of thing? And when does one finish puberty well, anyway? It, it's different for every individual. Well, exactly it happens at different ages. That's uh, I agree with that. Uh, that's why I think the age of consent is is ridiculous. Uh, because when does puberty actually end? I think it has to be an age of consent. Don't just they because... say you stop growing at like twenty five? Well, I, when does puberty start? I mean, now with hormones in the meat or whatever reason, the fact is that kids are getting are entering puberty at younger ages. I mean, at, as early as nine, and as a matter of fact, as early as seven. But um, you know, it's it's the the That's average crazy. age is going down. So I don't. I'm certain that my four and a half year old son can't make educated decisions no about having sex with an adult. So therefore, any sex with him would be uh, aggression against him. I think that's true. But I don't know what age a kid can make those decisions and can't. I don't know either. Thanks, Steve. I think each individual knows, though. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. So ask them. See how they feel about it. It's been Ian here with you. And Mark. We will be back, or Mark will be back tomorrow night with Stephanie, and then I'll be back Monday, because we do this thing every single night of the week. You can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Why did you move to the Shire? I moved here to the Shire because there's other people around who take liberty just as seriously as I do. I moved to the Shire because I saw videos of people challenging authority and thought that I could get support myself. It called to me, like, do this right now. I wanted to be around people like me who got it. And once I got here, I knew there was nowhere else that I wanted to be. Immigrating to the Shire was easy. I was instantly plugged into a community of individuals who also care about peace, liberty, and justice and are willing to do something about it. 
the people here are awesome, loving, and positive. It was for the adventure and for the feeling of something important is happening here. And I just wanted to come to sort of be part of that. Visit ShireSociety.com to read and sign the Shire Society Declaration and learn the reasons why, if you love liberty, you should immigrate to the Shire. Plus, add yourself to the Shire map at ShireSociety.com. That's ShireSociety.com.